0: The small biz, grow us, so we grow using procurement, program, and control. I'm a business man, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Who yeah I'm a business man, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Who yeah I'm a business man, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Good afternoon everyone. This is the business zone with
1: Crystal.
0: And Coach Gilbert Buchanan, your small business pharmetic, medic. And today, folks, we're going to have a great show. This is going to be class in session today. And Crystal, this is Caribbean Heritage Month. Did oh, you know really? That? I
1: did not know that. You okay. found that out
0: yesterday. Caribbean, and they showed you some Caribbean uh, folks who's been instrumental in uh, building this country and at and contributing to it, I didn't oh, see my okay. picture up there. Well,
1: I think <laughs> you, you need to work on that, but I think we should reach out to some of our Caribbean. Uh, uh friends and clients and bring them on this month bring them on the show exactly yeah highlight them i didn't know there was a a caribbean that means my girlfriend she's from cuba i got friends from puerto rico i got friends from the dominican i got friends from the dr um that's the same dominican i have friends from everywhere so Alright yeah. well happy to you my my co-host Caribbean uh, Heritage man. Month <laughs> I
0: appreciate love that I appreciate love that and you know it's, we- if you go to Google and you type Caribbean Heritage Month uh 2022 you see all this good stuff going on Carib it says Caribbean American Heritage Month that's what it is
1: Oh okay. Caribbean- caribbean heritage
0: caribbean hyphen american heritage month that's what it is
1: okay well then i will make sure i uh, um amend all of my marketing for next week and i did not know that that was the case there's some some very successful uh caribbean um afro cubans and afro uh, J- Jamaican, I don't know Jamaican yeah. Yeah, yeah, the well, that's DR, Haiti, Trinidad, <laughs> Tobago. There are there are some very successful people. So it seems here, it says here that Dr. Claire Nelson. Uh, was founded, the month was founded by Dr. Claire Nelson and was celebrated across the nation for the first time by the Institute of Caribbean Studies in 2000. However, the move to officially declare June as the National Caribbean started in 2004 when a legislation bill was passed by Congresswoman Barbara Lee, one of my clients, that's his aunt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The
1: resolution was made in official in 2006 with George W. uh, Bush and he signed the plaque of proclamation and i don't think i have ever 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 heard this at all
0: <laughs> I, 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 I'm, look, I'm looking here at his briefing from the white house it says uh president biden proclaimed it was on may 31st of this year that he proclaimed that uh, june will be uh caribbean heritage month
1: <laughs> so some of the things it says here, I mean, first of all, it's 13 Caribbean countries for those of you, and some of you might be tuning in and know this yourself, but Antigua, uh, Bermuda, Bahamas, Barbados, Cuba, Dominica, Dominican Republic, the Grenada, uh, Haiti, St. Kitts, nevis Jamaica, St. Lucius, Saint Vincent, and um, uh, Grenadine what is that granada, the, granada. The, well, there's granada but then there's another the Grenadines, trinidad and tobago so yeah. those are um the the all the countries that are represented with afro cubans so for those of you that don't think that they black hey michael how are you uh all that all that happened let me trust and t- trust and believe when the when they set sail from africa the caribbean islands were just the first places that they dropped us off <laughs> <laughs> then from that there they came on to the americas so that don't think that we not one in the same we are mm-hmm. one in the same just yeah. you got dropped off first <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's right, that so, is right. So we are no different than any but we all our ancestors all came from the continent of africa and uh so we all the same and they had slavery in the caribbean islands just like they had slavery in america
0: Mm -hmm. yeah so so we just want to make sure the word gets out there and uh our, our listeners and other participants out there know this is caribbean american heritage month
1: yes and just thinking of what i just saw here that 63 percent of the total caribbean immigrants live here in in um united states uh either obviously in new york a great deal in new york and miami and then of course we have quite a few here in in, in california so um i think if we just imagine if we all came together are the african the african americans that who were born their ancestors born and, and, and slavery and, and, and were slaves in America. Take our 13% because I'm sure the Caribbean is not counted in that because they probably tried to use them to enhance the, the Caucasian population. Take yeah. the 13% and the 63% and now we have a
0: majority. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm talking about.
1: Now, of course, that's probably crude math, but that's still a majority.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It is true. It is true because
1: I am. I'm sure that some of the Latins um, from the Hispanic culture they are being counted in as. Spanish, but you know, they lump everybody in as Mexicans as yeah. opposed to who they, and just because you, you may be coming, uh, you may have come from a Spanish speaking country. So yeah. that does not make you Mexican. That makes you a Caribbean from a Spanish speaking country, That's which right. meant that you were inhabited by either Spain, Portugal, um, Venezuela, any of those places that Sp- Spanish, the, uh, Brazil, any mm-hmm. of those places that. Um, i actually spoke spanish so yeah there you have or portuguese yeah. so well that's cool Gilbert. so are you gonna oh, go yes. hang out with some of your caribbean friends this month
0: i'll probably hang out on the phone with them <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to hang out with anyone in person anymore for a long time <laughs> i will on the phone with them last time i did that i got COVID, <laughs> man <laughs> then <laughs> so you
1: ain't trusting nothing like that i'm not that trusting any of them <laughs> <laughs> i feel you my brother i feel you and right now everybody's celebrating graduations so i do want to say to everyone out there congratulations to all of our college graduates congratulations yeah. to our even down to our babies at elementary kindergarten uh preschool uh, middle school, high school, congratulations to all of our our graduates and wishing you the best of luck and on your next journey, wherever that may be, uh, to the next level of education. So uh, best of luck. So we want to congratulate And parents, congratulations. So this was cute, Gilbert. Yesterday, my sister and I, Mona, we were in Target and uh, we're walking. And so this guy was standing there with his two sons and he was just grinning from ear to ear and he turns around and he sees the two of us and he goes hey beautiful ladies my son graduated from high school today <laughs> <laughs> he was helping him some <laughs> out <laughs> clothes. he was grinning like he had walked that little boy to school and sat next to him every single day until hoping that the hoping and praying that the child graduated and <laughs> he was on cloud nine the young man is going to a community college so dad was just smiling and smiling um I know I had some uh I had some friends one um I don't know if you know her her name is Denise and she has she actually owns a, a African clothing line and so she says Uh, she had posted about her son graduating from middle school right and so she says i know i know i know it's not college but look i got one child so every (laughs) time he graduates it's gonna be like a to
0: brag about him <laughs> we're <ain't> gonna <laughs> brag about him <laughs>
1: she goes, i am going to brag just as if he was in college <laughs> that's what i'm talking and about i told you you go ahead my sister is is a milestone <laughs> and in this country man just getting our kids to the end zone, to the marriage, to having children That's is a right. feat all by it itself. That's
0: right, man. It's Wake always. up in the morning, making lunch, putting together, preparing them, putting their clothes in order, sending, taking them to school, going to those parent-teacher meetings and all those other exactly, meetings. Exactly, <laughs>
1: exactly. All of those things, all of that. And one, and one of my friends says, um, well, I saw her at the park, one of the, the, the kid, for the kids that come into the park, she walked up to us doing the happy, she said, this is called the happy parent out of school uh, dance <laughs> it's been rough and you know they they're they're chauffeuring and getting up early and forcing homework and lunch <laughs> and all that sort of stuff so she's like this is my happy parent dance <laughs> 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 so now the kids are on summer break and uh, you know a lot of a lot of um camps going on and so yeah. you know we have biz camp starting yeah. july um 5th and it will go on to july 29th so for those of you how many role is you got uh right now i think we're at 25 and we've been interviewing two three four of them a day but we just did a partnership or we're in the process of doing a partnership with an organization called um uh, educating young minds and it's run founder's name is uh, An- Angelise Echoes, and um, she's been running her program for 35 years, and it's a tutoring program that helps kids um, um, with tutoring from elementary school, all the way up to college, prepping them for college with SATs. And so she has a summer camp going on this summer, uh, yeah. but she likes to, she's been collaborating with other organizations to enhance her camp and to enhance that other the other uh, Collaborator partners camp. So we're our camp is going to be from uh, 9 to 12 every day, Monday through Friday uh, for the month of July. And her camp goes on um, for the month of July as well. She's an all-day tutoring. So we're going to combine forces. And what yep. we're going to do is uh, her kids are going to join our camp and, yes. and make up the balance of our numbers. And then our kids can go over to her camp for tutoring and SAT prep and and all of that. So, and then we're actually, um, we had a meeting with the Urban League. Um, and so all the other youth programs that they are participating in, she now will have access to those kids. So it should be a really amazing um, uh, uh, co- yeah. collaboration uh, yeah. because, you know, we all, have the same passion for helping our children yeah and so we're looking forward to that so we solidify everything next week i think she should have about 10 15 kids coming into our program and hopefully we will have about 10 15 uh, of our kids going into her program so we're excited about that Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah so today you know i was been, you know this has been heavy on my mind and you if you're listening to the news guys and if you are um reading um any information on the internet you know that there's a recession coming (laughs) there's a recession coming i was just listening to the news this morning and they were saying uh the gas is a primary the fuel indicator indicator uh, especially as gas prices continue to escalate and the supply is much lower than the the demand or the demand is higher than the supply then um that is a indicator of a um recession but also that the gas or the fuel has long arms into everything that we do our food
0: transportation transportation.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. all of that stuff
1: yeah so um we weren't prepared for the pandemic but we sure in Mm -hmm. heck can be prepared for uh the upcoming recession and so that's what we're going to talk about today guys so Uh, we're going to talk
0: about recession proof business activities or businesses that you may want to think about and if you if you're running an existing business you, you you don't necessarily have to change your business to to take on a recession-proof business, but you could change some of the activities, some of the the, the services that you offer to and in, and in, in, uh, include a recession-proof type of service or product.
1: Exactly, and, and we have a we have a recession of the United States since World War II has experienced over 12 have experienced 12 recessions uh, according to the national bureau of um, economic research and an average of one every six years so if we go back in time we can see that right because um i remember when i made a pivot and uh added accounting and bookkeeping to my Well, actually, I was working for a company and I was in the financial uh, financial industry and I was um, selling insurance products, disability and and health insurance products. Right. But I worked at a financial planning firm. So we you start noticing right away when you work in one of those industries that people start making some some decisions. Right. They have to make some choices. And usually their life insurance. Uh, is the first thing that goes makes no sense but it's the first <laughs> thing that goes and because they're they're looking at you know do i they keep look at over...
0: leveraging cash and funding
1: right so do i keep the roof over my head do i keep my car on the road i definitely have to eat right yeah. and and um so those are the priorities right especially if you're going to school if they're going to got kids going to school got to take care of kids so i was like you know what and this was like the second recession that i had i had um encountered one was the snls back in the 90s remember that one the snl yeah Yeah, that was a rough one right oh
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then you got 2001 Right, 2008, 2008.
1: <laughs> Every In <six> 2020.
0: Years. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're kind of sniffing at the door at 2023, <laughs> right? A
1: little early for since we just did the 20. So, yeah. I at that time said, You know what? I need a, a business that is recession proof. I actually needed a career that was recession proof, yeah. so yeah. I went back to school, got my accounting and bookkeeping uh skill sets and I was like okay because the one thing I know in my world I don't care how bad it gets folks somebody's out there still counting their money and they still in fact more so now because you got to know where every dime is right so that that was my um uh migration into a recession proof skill set that will be needed no matter what's happening in the world
0: and a lot of us small businesses don't know how to count their own money. So we need people like you and others, you know, bookkeepers and accountants, CPAs to count the money for us. Let us know what's going on, you know, what's owed to us, our accounts receivables, our account, accounts payables, you know, our agings, you know, what's going on with that? When am I going to get paid? When am I going to get my money? <laughs> All right, exactly.
1: Yeah, you start. Those, those are. Those are statements and phrases and comments that you make a lot during a recession. how oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. am I going to get my money?
1: Where is my money coming? So, so that's what we're going to talk about today, guys. Um, it, uh, one, recession-proofing your business. Uh, have you started? And if you haven't, you need to. So we're going to talk about some uh, actionable ideas that... Um, that can help prevent um, companies from suffering too much during uh, the recession. And and a lot of these uh, as was a result of uh, what transpired in the previous recessions and how people made the adjustments. So we're going to talk about that. And um, so it's a a fun and exciting in my world, in the accounting world, it's a fun and exciting conversation. And we, we can't keep our head dug in the sand. We have to be prepared now. We, we know what happens when you're not prepared, so we have to be prepared.
0: And okay. the thing about it is, um, what small businesses can do also, since we've measured over the years and we've seen that anywhere from four to seven to 10 years is when those recessions come around then we, sh- we need to start planning accordingly, you know? So when you're doing your business plan, your marketing plan, your growth plan, you wanna include that type of thing in your business planning process that, okay, we know within four to seven years, we're gonna have another recession. How are we prepared for that? How are we going to be recession proof? So these are things that small businesses should include in their planning
1: yes it really really should which means that if you did your business plan you know 25 years ago you might want to pull it off the shelf dust yep. it off yeah cobwebs and go in because i'm sure your business has changed uh quite a few times during that time but also look at what you need to do so that's what we're going to talk about but before yeah. we do that Gilbert, how was your week
0: Oh man, my week was super busy. It was, uh, I had a lot of certifications I'm doing for some of my clients. And, uh, you know, even though I provide them this platform Small Biz Pro to use to upload their documents, make it easier on themselves and easier on me so I can just access the documents and put them in the application, they're not doing that. So they're making my job tougher. So what am I, usually, when we try to hold small businesses hands and they don't pay attention what do we do we gotta charge them the stupid tax (laughs) that's what i gotta do now i'm gonna have to up my prices and say okay this is a stupid tax you're paying for not using the platform i give you to make your life easier (laughs) oh boy that's funny yeah yeah because The whole purpose of getting this this platform, this back office platform together is to make their lives easier. Which in turn will make my life easier when I'm right, doing right, their right, certification. Right. And they're not doing it. So you gotta charge for that. There has to be some consequences. <laughs> so there has to be some consequences. Huh? Repercussions so- and
1: consequences. Yes.
0: <laughs> so if, if they adhere to what I'm saying, they, they won't have to pay the stupid tax. But if they don't, then gotta pay that stupid tax
1: <laughs> well that's that's kind of like when i was um with um quickbook when i was teaching accounting and bookkeeping quickbooks right same thing had that you know when it was cheap hey um jasmine when it was cheap nobody wanted to i was begging folks to come take a class now <laughs> since they started couldn't get that money during the pandemic oh it got serious then <laughs> so now i have i probably teach uh, either wave or book uh quickbooks probably two to three times a week now yeah yeah um yeah yeah so and i and and i got another three clients on this they're on their way next week and uh so yeah but but <laughs> i have a stupid tax too because if i gotta yeah. come in and fix stuff it's gonna cost you so much more money that's <laughs> right
0: that's right because they have all the opportunity of making things easy for them by working with super consultants like you and i exactly. because our job is to make your life easier and if you're not taking us up on that then you got to pay the stupid tax
1: you, you do and we only doing this to help you guys we're not doing this for any other reason but you're absolutely correct <laughs> you're so correct <laughs> well i know right now i i have never been busier in my entire life because everybody's trying to get ready for get get past and move past the pandemic although we haven't moved past the pandemic we still high we still have the pandemic we are still in it yeah. but uh, people are just just done they're just done with it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you know the 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 reason i know that they're done with it i went somewhere yesterday where was it i think it was a bank i went somewhere and i saw people not wearing their mask a lot of people were not there and they were inside, you know. They were, in, I'm going, what?
1: Because they took off the restrictions for yeah. you having to wear your mask. So, it, whenever I go inside or anywhere, I always have my mask. Oh, yeah. I oh, wear yeah. mine. They may not wear theirs, but I'm wearing mine. It's too bad, whatever happens to you, but I know what it, it ain't yep. gonna happen to me. So, I'm yep. some, I some, you know, yep. yeah. this, at this point, it's about your own common sense. That's right. That's right. So, do you do. And I heard today they're taking the restriction off. No, no, you don't have to show verification that you got your vaccination or testing or any of that. I'm keeping
0: mine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm keeping mine. As a matter of fact, this is June and my booster shot is due this month. So I'm going to go do that booster because. I don't want to see inside of the room the those rooms of those hospitals. Yeah, see, you war. you got something to relate to. You, yeah. What <laughs> a joke to you? You're not
1: you're not under the the, uh, the illusion that it was a conspiracy cuz you lived through it. <laughs> I
0: lived it. I lived it, man. And I I have a funny feeling that that doctor was trying to cut out my kidney and sell it. <laughs> 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 telling me that my my kidney's bad and he can't show me proof that it's bad every day oh your kidney's bad it's really bad we gotta oh we gotta do something about that oh. you know i'm going uh-uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh uh-uh, uh. don't come near me <laughs> trying to sell my kidney on the black market right and, then, and then blame it on COVID. that oh COVID kill him COVID kill him wasn't the kidney that i took
1: <laughs> you, you weren't going for the okey-doke huh? yeah it
0: wasn't going for that so folks oh, it's so real got, out
1: there it's real so be real are we ready to jump on into our
0: oh yeah we so are me, ready um, to do this baby we i am are
1: going ready. to put up our little all right we got we
0: got uh, while we got you're temples. doing that i want to i want to wish again all the folks out there happy National Caribbean American Heritage Month. Jasmine, I know you're tied to the Jamaican culture. I know you're Jamaican. So happy National Caribbean American uh, Heritage Month to you and your mom and your family, okay? And I I want to share it with everyone else.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. And to my girlfriend. Uh, She goes, woo woo. And my girlfriend (laughs) who's who's from uh, Cuba. So I want to wish uh, how Cuban heritage must to her and her family. Also, I want to um, send out uh, blessings and prayers because uh, she lost her mom last uh, two Thursdays ago. Ooh, ooh. My girlfriend Daisy, her mother passed. Oh,
0: man, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah,
1: so, um, and then I also want to send out condolences and, and prayers to my friend Alicia. Madison White, you know Alicia from the Bella Network. Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. She
1: lost her father and an aunt. Oh, um,
0: to COVID.
1: No, they they were um, Senile. Uh, well, uh, both of them were. Daisy's mom was ninety four and just had been fighting this long battle of. Uh, of dementia and some other things so she she lived a good long life but a long long time she's been incapacitated for a long time for i would say over 10 15 years and then alicia's dad also had been diagnosed with uh, dementia and um he had to be put in a, a facility because he was one of the uh, dementia patients that became more um, violent over time. Oh, and he wow. was a big guy. And so she couldn't take care of him. So I want to say uh, condolences and prayers and blessings to the, her family, her and her sisters. Yeah. Um, and anyone else that has lost a loved one. This is this is pretty tough, you know, but yeah. there are elderly. Uh, that's what happens, you know, and we have to prepare. So just know that we love you and we're here for you and many blessings and prayers. And if you need anything, of course, just let us know. We're here for you. It. Know,
0: I wanna add this, uh, Crystal, I really wanna add this out there to all of our listeners and new viewers. I wanna let you guys know this, cause I know many of you may not have thought about it, or maybe you've thought about it, but you go, ah, that will never happen to me. I think you guys should start thinking about getting some type of insurance either burial insurance or some type of insurance for family members. Because when they pass, it, it's gonna happen suddenly. And when it does, you may not have the money. Your money may not be right to deal with that type of situation. Especially now with COVID and all of that, where people are you're getting sick, you know, uh, like uh, e- emergency style, and then they just pass then you don't have the money to take care of the burial that can kill you, that can wipe you out and that can devastate you. I remember my mom died in 2018 and it's a good thing I had burial insurance on her
2: mm-hmm. because
0: uh, they told us that the burial cost will be about $7,000. Uh-uh, mm-hmm. That's not what it was. It was about 15 to $17,000. And on top of that, on top of that, the, the, the funeral home, the mortuary, the, the, the cemetery, everybody is trying to get some money out of you. That's when they jack you. That's when, <laughs> that's when they act like they're your friends. And then while you're not looking, bam, they hit you with a big bill. <laughs> so, so they did that to me and my mom, man. It was unbelievable. Luckily, I had that insurance to cover it or I would have to go into my pocket and, and and take care of it. So guys, don't be proud, think about it. Think about it, okay?
1: And and, and, that, and what that's called, Gilbert is, that's called uh, grieving insurance. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> grieving insurance, that's got, how I want you guys to look at it. So
1: when they jack you, it's cause they know you grieving and you oh, have yeah. no choice, they have you oh, over the yeah. barrel. So, oh yes. yeah um so yeah you do and it's so funny you said that because just on just on yesterday on the community briefing we were talking about that um oh really yeah that was that was definitely the conversation making sure you have uh, the appropriate insurances to take care of yourself um um life insurance for sure on your loved ones but also if you're in a position when your parents are before your parents become ill um uh, and be um become incapacitated then you want to make sure that you get long-term health care so get it while yeah. they're young
0: yeah
1: and it won't cost you so much but yeah. if they can't afford it or they're not thinking about it you should think about it because you're going to be the one taking care of them so
0: oh yeah <laughs> you will be the one and then you're going to be wishing man i wish i had taken out this insurance because then it's going to be too late now, they have these insurance programs out there where if you're between the ages of 50 and 85, you can get a policy. And that policy will be, uh, you know, like a reasonable amount that you can afford on a monthly basis. You know, like some of them $10 a month. Some of them, you know, it was 50, I was paying $137 a month for my mom and it came in handy. It came yeah. in handy. So, guys, think about it. Think about it. You know, I know.
1: Think, I know you're it.
0: probably you're probably saying, "Hey, this won't happen to me." But trust me, I said the same thing with COVID. I was like, "COVID wasn't gonna happen to me," and bam, it happened when I wasn't looking. So, <laughs> so you know, you want to prepare yourself, guys
1: you you definitely do uh a jasmine jasmine is putting it all her Caribbean uh Jamaican friends in in the chat so
0: <laughs>
1: go ahead girl beautiful. support your people <laughs>
0: beautiful. beautiful love it love it love so, it
1: jasmine. so uh so anyway guys and this is also even so we're going to be talking about business and recession proofing but let's even talk about family re- uh um uh recession proofing because COVID is still here, so it he yep. create some other jamas for you yep. and, and some expenses. But with that, we're going to jump on in uh, to our topics today. We want to welcome you all. You are tuned into the Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert. So please go on over to our YouTube channel and subscribe so that you are informed of whenever we are every week at three we are here every week at three o'clock but you will get a uh notification uh the day before and the day of several times actually to make sure you tuned in so all righty we ready to rock and roll
0: we are ready to rock and roll
1: okay so our subtitle our subtopic today is you're gonna change your tactics not the vision of your business but you're gonna have to change your tactics (laughs) so just for clarity's sake uh what is um recession proofing your business so what is defined by the national um bureau of economics research is that recessions is a significant decline in the economic activity uh spread across the economy and it usually lasts lasts for several months normally visual um um it affects your income employment induction introduction in industry production uh wholesale sale or retail sales all of these things are are affected and the recession can take can last between two months 18 months and the duration can be quite stressful for business owners so um, i would say equivalent to the pandemic only thing is that the businesses are not going <clears throat> the world is not going to shut down But it's going to feel like it shut down (laughs) because everything is going to cost more. And um, there will be certain things that um, will not be available to you. Uh, You will find your cash uh, very stressed at that time. So we want to make sure you guys are ready for it. Uh, Some key takeaways that you want to keep in mind is... That recessions are a normal part of every business cycle, so it's important to plan for them. Gilbert said that at the very beginning, it should be incorporated in your plan. Let don't pretend like it ain't. It's not going to happen because it is going to happen. It's a cycle. Certain industries are recession-proof because they meet customers' um, explicit needs and solve their pains, and um, and so they're going to. Uh, require certain things like food toiletries uh toilet paper these are things you that's part of your daily life so that's not gonna part those are recession-proof businesses as as uh warren buffett says if the the majority of the population needs your business you will never be in a recession
0: <laughs> that is true that is true that is true <laughs>
1: making uh, a business more recession proof is going it requires advanced planning so this is what we're talking about today and uh focusing on your revenue preservation cash flow investing in strategic demand generations and technology helps uh, analyze measure and monitor uh, what is crucial to be to stay successful during that time. So those are the key takeaways. And now we're going to talk about some strategies. You ready? You know, Gilbert?
0: You, you know what's amazing, Crystal? You're hitting on all the key points right there about how to recession-proof your business. And the, the technology piece, man, that's big. That is big right there. Yeah. And I just kind of want to piggyback a little bit on the technology piece that you mentioned Mm -hmm. Uh, we're not telling you to change your business just like we said earlier we're not telling you to change your line of business and jump into another line of business what we're saying is you wanna you wanna augment your system so that you set up processes so it's recession proof and Four of those ways that we want to jump in on this is, one of them is marketing automation. You make marketing automated. Then the next one would be my co-host's playpen. Accounting and bookkeeping automation. You Mm -hmm. got to do that. That's that's a must. That's a given. That's not an if or why or when. It's a given. You got to do it. The third one would be a process automation where you put your business process processes in automation your back office your documentation your paperwork that's another part of your your recession proofing and the fourth one would be your HR HR automation mm-hmm. so crystal i just want to put those four out there and let you go back to doing your thing
1: <laughs> righty so you're absolutely right because if it's, everything is automated <clears throat> it's easier to uh, see uh, see a bigger Overview of everything you don't have to use your multiple as my girlfriend was saying we were talking yesterday You don't have to have all your little envelopes and pieces of paper That's got all your important information on it. It, You actually have it in a system. You can run a report and and voila you can see everything uh, in 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 a, in a, 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 a broad view as opposed to just looking at it uh, individually Uh, because at this point when we're talking recession proofing as we're saying it does take advanced planning you can't look at things individual you have to look at things on the entire scope on a broad scope of your business so that you know exactly what needs to be addressed so the first thing in the twenty-seven strategies to recession-proofing your business is good hygiene.
0: Not- and good hygiene is not just about the body. It's business <laughs> too.
1: <laughs> so, so yes, exactly. We're talking about good hygiene, good structure, good accounting uh, within your business. Being able to look at and review what's happening so first thing is having and creating a cash flow plan yeah Um, right running out of cash is always a top concern for business owners but especially during a recession now the difference between the recession and the pandemic there will not be a life jacket or safety net or boat or ship called the ppp to come rescue you. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> that,
0: ship, that ship has sailed. Okay.
1: <laughs> that so ship
0: has sailed.
1: That is so you don't you that's not there's no one gonna come rescue you. So you want to be able to create a uh, a cash flow plan and uh considering uh consider um doing some projections and forecasting on your cash flow for the next quarter so that you can guide through your guide yourself and your management team and know that early on when there's a crisis or when money is about to uh slow up and you're going to have difficulty making ends meet and meeting payroll because that's those are those fixed costs that um you can't ignore payroll loans mortgages and production costs you cannot do without those because that's the lifeblood of your business so
0: crystal let's let's break it down a little bit more for them just so they can really 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 understand what we're talking about when we say create a cash flow plan okay Mm -hmm. so one of the things that you guys want to think about when we're talking about creating a cash flow plan not only should you create a statement of cash flow so you can see what's going on in the business but you want to know who owes you money and who you owe money so Mm -hmm. so that's what your statement of cash flow is going to do for you it's going to tell you who you owe and who owes you all right so your accounts receivables your accounts payables your aging anything over 90 days is called aging so if you owe money for more than 90 days then that's an aging accounts payable if somebody owes you for more than 90 days that's an aging accounts receivable and usually when you let someone owe you money for 90 days or more the banks start looking at you funny they start saying this person doesn't have control over their business. They're letting people owe their money for too long. Okay. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind, guys. That's a big part of your cash flow plan right there.
1: Yeah, because if there's a <laughs> slow up with the money, then everything else slows up as well. So you want yeah. to make sure the money is consistently coming in, especially during a recession. Uh, the next area is assess your workforce needs. Make sure... You understand, <clears throat> uh, take stock of the number of employees you have, if you guys have employees and their skills and make sure that their skills are aligned with your business. You know, sometimes it's hard to let an employee go. Right. And yeah. sometimes a uh, employee gets to a place where they can no longer do their job or they don't have the skill sets to continue to be a value to your company. And at that point, you're the boss. So you have to be on top of that. You're the leader of your company and you have to be on top of that. At the same time, you might have to even look at bringing someone in, especially if you're a solopreneur and you got just too much going on. You can't watch everything. So you might have to look at bringing on uh, uh, someone to help you out. So that comes down to the next one is operating within your budget so that goes along with that cash flow making sure you look at how much money is coming in where if you do need to um make some adjustments in your payroll or you need to add pro payroll eliminate some of the waste there's so so many businesses have so much variable cost waste that you could cut out the waste and then be able to employ uh someone to help you that will that would be much more um of impactful on your business.
0: And for those of you who currently are using Small Biz Pro, if you're using Small Biz Pro, that back office tool right now, there are sample documents in there to help you run your business. And one of those sample documents is a budget. You have a budget, whether you're a nonprofit or a for-profit, there are sample templates in there for budgets. So you can create a budget for your business so you understand what you need to spend every month in what areas? So that's what Crystal is talking about—about about operating within your budget. First, you set up the budget. You know, you got your spending guidelines, and you don't overspend.
1: You don't overspend. So you want, and you can't just assume that. You know, you got to look at your books. You got to have a good accounting system so that you'll be able to to do it. Uh, reviews and and, and analyze everything that's happening money coming in money going out and keeping track of all of that because you're going to really need it during the recession so so important that's one of those critical good business hygiene uh, uh, strategies that not just during a recession but 24 7 actually as long as you are in business and call yourself in business that's something that should be going on building up your employee skills if you do have employees, making sure they're up to the job, they're up to the challenge, right? Um, Making sure that they're flexible, they can pivot, and they can think creatively during the recession that they will be a benefit to you and not a, a hindrance to your business.
0: And that's when you also need to start putting together a bench, You want to have a bench of either potential employees or potential consultants that you can use. So when you you go out and you already um, vetted these, these individuals, you know what they can do because you've interfaced with them. You've got them send you their statement of qualifications, their capability statements and all of that. And you're able to go through that. Then you put them on a bench so that when you really need them, you can reach out to them and someone like Crystal, for example if you want to reach out to her and say hey you know what i'm having some challenges with bookkeeping can you help me or accounting or whatever it is those are ways that you can help to build up those employee skill and employee skills doesn't necessarily mean an employee it could be a consultant an independent contractor you want to build up those skills as well
1: exactly so very important uh the next one is very important hey greg um hey greg how you doing buddy Greg, we talking about repress recession proofing their your business uh, today. The next one is uh, tracking your marketing key performance indicators, making sure your marketing is reaching the people so that you they will know that you're still in business during this time. And um, so you want to monitor that you just don't want to be willy nilly uh, marketing all over the place and never uh, review and and testing and tracking that is actually reaching the core your core um, target market
0: you know crystal i can give you a testimonial on that part so as you know you know we're using small biz pro and i keep talking about small biz pro because i feel it's a very great tool for any business to use in order to stay on course build their capacity build their back office right Mm -hmm. but I have a consultant that I hired to help me with marketing, Chacha, Chacha McGuinness. Okay. So she's helping me with her with my marketing. And we're looking at stuff now that I never looked at before. You see what I'm saying? So in tracking the, the key performance indicators, she's helping me to let me know how many people are looking at my site on a daily basis, how many people are responding to, cause she, she advertises on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and all of that, and, and YouTube as well. Okay, so she's yeah. letting me you know the type of results and response that I'm getting out of that when she puts up a video or she puts up a graphic and infographic, it's just phenomenal. And it's like, I'm like a kid in a candy store, right? <laughs> I like, oh I didn't even know these things could happen. But she's just doing a great job. So that's what Crystal is talking about folks when she talks about tracking your marketing key performance indicators, your KPIs. You gotta know what's going on. How many people are you reaching? How many people are responding? How are they responding? What are they responding about? what do they like or dislike about your ad or your promotion or your marketing campaign those are things you want to do and that's and,
1: why it's a good idea to hire someone to do that because that's not you if that's not your area of expertise that's that's not not your wheelhouse, then you're never going to do it the way it should be done right. and to the um to the magnitude that it should be done so someone yeah. that is hired to do that that's their job they're looking for certain things that you uh the business owner who's businesses to develop the business you don't have a clue like you said not even knowing that that happened greg says and i remember this because i knew greg i i had another i had several businesses going in 2003 greg says he he opened a business in the boating sales in 2003 uh, five years before the great recession clearly not recession
0: proof (laughs) and that's the thing we're talking about so when we're thinking about starting or expanding growing a business one of the things we want to ask ourselves is this business recession proof or are the things that we're doing in this business gonna help us to become recession proof and if the answer is ah i'm not sure or no then it's not a good business venture to pursue
1: right exactly next one is beating the competition so very very important because um um everybody's always concerned about the the, their competition but it's really it's really important at that time during a recession to to take a stock of who your competitors are because uh recessions have a way of weeding out certain companies that don't have the strength or are not recession proof and they there may open up a whole new market for you that was not there before uh, because if they close, then someone else is going to have to pick up the slack, right? Like like right now, I think it's absolutely um, interesting that um, there are only three companies or four companies that make baby food when one of those, that one company is no longer uh available or can't do it not just the United States the whole entire world has been affected that you can't find baby formula why is that I mean I don't even understand that so people right now this would be the perfect time and I know it does take time to get things through the FDA but you can sell international and don't have anything to do with the United States FDA program yeah. you should really be thinking about what how can you uh create fill up that that boy there is now a need in the marketplace and as an entrepreneur and as a business person that's what we're always looking for that little opening to jump into a space that is completely uh, in need of a service or to meet an unmet need. So very and
0: also, important. Also, Crystal, I want to add to that that piece about beating the competition. You know, they have this phrase, if you can't beat them, join them, right? Yeah. So there are certain competitors out there that we may not be able to beat because they're probably more much stronger. They're more prominent. They've been in the business a long time. They got connections and all of that. So it doesn't hurt for us to team up with them. Team up with the competition. Sometimes you can do that. Team up to get a broader reach into the industry, into the space in which you're operating. What you're offering might be a little different than what they're offering. So that gives them an expansive reach to a wider array of customers. That may help your business a little bit. And
1: it, it might enhance each other, right? Yes. I mean, I work with all of my competitors. All, right. Everyone in LA that's a that's a business coach technically yeah. could be a competitor of mine, right? Yeah. But I have a certain skill set. You have a certain skill set. So yeah. I work with my competitors all the time, yeah. and it just makes us a, a more solid business, right? right? We can offer services. In fact, uh just the other day, our good friend Gil car guilt. yes you know our guilt, guilt now let me tell you a quick little interject a quick little story so i had just gotten off the phone with you the other day yeah. and i was getting ready to teach a class i think when we hung up i told you no i had a, i had a client i said gilbert i got to run i got a client right so yes. right behind that about 10 20 minutes later a call came in and it said Gilbert and I'm thinking okay Gilbert must be calling back to tell me something (laughs) so I just I sent it uh I just did a um a, one of my instant messages say i'll call you back but yeah. it was actually i was getting off of one call and getting on another call my next call and my next appointment was with Gil cargill yeah. and so when i looked i was like oh my god i thought you were my gilbert <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so he says you're the only he is in his whole entire career he has never <laughs> met anyone that it was in the business world or that he interacted with that was also named Gilbert because, <laughs> no, I'm not your Gilbert I'm Felicia <laughs> Gilbert. <laughs> I'm so sorry
0: that's <laughs> hilarious that's but, hilarious
1: but <laughs> Miguel reached out to me because he wants to you know expand into the small business marketplace right accounting and all that sort of stuff is not my thing can we do some workshops together so we're going to do a workshop together at the end of the month on uh, doubling your profit and he says and then i have clients as i'm helping them they need to then be able to track that so there you go two individuals I,
0: i do believe that what Gil brings to the table man it will enhance any of us any consultant that's out there you me anyone else because his take on the market is so unique and so different you and, know? and
1: he's a he's a guru salesperson He yeah. he's, none of us are salespeople all of yeah. us provide a service right right, right, he, right sees the world through selling eyeballs yeah, yeah, and, that's my what he does. <laughs> and we see it as servicing a problem and we have the solutions but now we're not we don't have the skill sets that he has to sell the solution so that man yeah. can
0: sell ice to eskimos man <laughs> <laughs> he can sell he can sell jamaican foods to Jamaicans.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we just, uh, i'll be marketing it this in the uh next week it's going to be called how um doubling your profits in seven to 12 months so, yeah beautiful and, and uh one of our uh, another person that was on our program on our show uh fedora she actually uh, uh attended his last seminar and so she's become a client and he's already doubling Beautiful. her money so, and he's really excited about working with her so show me truthfully guys really think about your competition really do some in-depth work Uh, and what you want to be is the market leader in your space that's what you want to do and be next is be patient because as the turn the the uh, economics um downturn takes place you have to be able to weather it so you can't get impatient but again knowing that there's up and down business cycles throughout your business this is just going to be another one of those so if you are doing your advanced planning you should be ready uh, for whatever is about to happen Um, and you 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 know you'll feel some effects but it won't be as intense as if you didn't um you weren't pre-planning so that's what we're going to talk about now is pre-planning everything is a plan guys so if you know what is going to be your weaknesses uh your what's your strengths your weaknesses your opportunities and threats are and again we're going to go back to small biz pro because gilbert had some tools within small biz pro and he's going to put the link and information in small biz pro so you guys can follow it give well, maybe before we end you can pull up one of the videos and we can show them uh what small biz pro is all about
0: yes definitely
1: but, um Know your liquidity options, uh, investigate your potential sources of capital because you're gonna need to use them. Uh, Consider uh, revolving loans, owner infusions, alternate uh, financing, private equity, some governmental resources like SBA loans and so forth. There's still some loans out there. In fact, um, uh, I think Hello Alice has um, some loans and grants still out there. Get involved with some of the organizations that have programs going on right now because there's actually uh, funding uh, going. um, um, There's actually funding, still some funding sources out there. It's not as many as it was during the pandemic, but if you can take advantage of it, not saying loans and also go sit down with your bank and see about before everything starts to change See if there's any line of credits that can help you bridge you through that time frame. So very important. So check out any loans. Go over to, and and this is some of our sister organizations, go over and check out PCR, Pacific Coast Regional Center. Uh, check out Lindestry Center of Lendistry. Uh, they may have some low point loans if that's what you need, especially in production uh, for your production costs. Uh, so take a look at that. Also, establish flexible client agreements. Uh, one way to build your client loyalty is to negotiate flexibility where one hand washes the other. Um, and then you can kind of uh, offer rewards in return for contracted sales volume and also customized offering in exchange for fast payment terms a lot of us you know don't want to give up anything uh but in some cases if somebody is going to pay you early and you need that cash flow then you having a discount uh, adding a discount to uh, a, a incentive for them paying a few dollars here may be worth a thousands of dollars in in your bank account right so you want to look at that and, and know that any discounts, any that you do, those are tax writable, tax deductibles, allowable tax deductibles that you can write off at the end of the next year. And that can reduce your sh- tax option. You are muted for whatever reason, Gilbert. Why are you muted? What happened?
0: See, oh, there you I'm go. A- Can you hear me
1: i can you were unmute. you were muted
0: yeah i'm on a different plane here so one of of the things i wanted to add to this crystal is that Mm -hmm. um small businesses in order the the points that you made earlier about being patient
2: being patient
0: one of the things that you Mm -hmm. can do to help in that patience is to make sure you get a line of credit for your business a line of credit can help you it's to go so much farther in your business and um what it does it gives you access to leverage cash that you wouldn't otherwise have available in the case of an emergency or last minute decision or if you got a higher employee or purchase materials those are things that you need to you need to have going so you want to start establishing a relationship with your with your your bank or uh, a credit union or whomever you're using as your your uh, financial entity in your business you want to develop that relationship whether the line of credit is going to start at 20,000, 50,000, 100,000 or more you want to have that available so should a recession come around you can jump in and you can start using some of that money okay that's one of the, one of the things the next thing is uh I'm partnered with uh, an organization on Wilshire called the Jewish Free Loan Association.
1: Uh-huh, the Jewish the, Foundation.
0: That, yes. They also offer loans to small businesses, interest-free loan, interest-free. That means you don't have to pay any interest on it. What you borrow is what you pay. You borrow $50,000, you are paying back 50000 No interest or anything like that. So those are, are um, two types of resources I think you guys should build into your plan, your operating plan that will help you to access funding when you need it.
1: Awesome. Those are good, 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 good suggestions. And make sure this is a good time to go in and talk to those banks. If they can't help you in this area, they are not the bank you need to be banking your money with. I was talking to somebody the other day and they were saying, tell, and I'm not going to mention the bank's name uh they were saying my god it, the the bank that i it, they don't let me even have my own money it just sits right. in there, so safe, it, it's just sitting there as a safe it's a is a savings account but i can't do anything with the money uh that's there so i said well i don't think that's a that's a bank that's working it on your behalf right. take your money move it to a bank that uh is going to be uh, be able to assist you when you need it yes doing a crisis like the pandemic or a recession or you need to hire or whatever it is your needs are your bank should be there for you the other thing is and we talk about this over and over again this is uh uh, right in uh greg's wheelhouse is establishing a business emergency fund yeah make sure you have money set aside that cash cushion is the the wisest investment you can make in your business is having that cash reserve that when something happens and money is moving slowly it can actually provide you with all the uh, essence emergency funds that you need so and what you want to do is when you're establishing that fund is the key factors is uh, your payroll, your inventory, and your utilities and your mortgage—those are the key things that keep you in business. Make sure you know what that is. Establish that budget based upon that, and then start storing away that emergency fund. It really should not be at the reg- at the bank that you do all your regular banking with your um your general account. It shouldn't even be a separate account at that same bank because what will happen is you it will be a false emergency and you'll start transferring money. Put it in some other bank that you cannot get to.
0: (laughs) (laughs) rainy day (laughs) fund.
1: Yeah, few had. Yeah, very few had a pandemic emergency fund. So yeah, so do that. Next is assess your organization's risk tolerance, and so again. I'm going to go back to Gilbert's to Small Biz Pro because
0: it can help you
1: do that. There's a tool in Small Biz Pro that allows you, that helps you with that. Isn't it, Gilbert?
0: Yep. Yes, there is.
1: Right. So one of the things in your risk tolerance is what is going to, what is your break-even points? What's your breaking point? You know, when does your business really go into critical space? Um, How much uncertainty can your leaders and staff handle? Making sure you understand where everything falls apart. How adaptable, and this is what Gilbert talked about at the very beginning. How adaptable are your systems and your processes? Do you have a handle on those processes? How much money can you afford to lose before the company is in critical um critical condition it needs to be in the ICU resuscitated
0: (laughs) before you need a small business paramedic
1: right before you need a small business product paramedic and how how much reputational risk can you withstand so that's some of the things that you want to be able to as- obsess to make sure that you know what is going, what can happen and where your breaking points are and, um, and that can help you. Another is paying down all debt. Yeah. Um, yeah. When a recession is coming, you want to be as debt free as possible. You don't want to have whole bunches of loans sitting on the books. So, do some prepaying of some outstanding debts if they've been around for a long time, especially if they have high interest. Get rid of those um, before that recession comes along. Find ways to cut back. Uh, this means on your operating expenses this means on your variable expenses things that are a waste of time one of the things that i have found doing everyone's doing books for people and helping people establish their their accounting uh, structures gilbert is yeah. how much we spend in electronical electronic transactions that we may have thought was used for was beneficial two three four years ago it it's such a small amount we're no yeah. longer thinking about it and yeah. it's happening every month in our in our accounts we're not reconciling so we don't know you could be putting out you know two to three hundred dollars a month for you know a thousand dollars a month in little fees that add up by the end of the year you didn't put out a whole lot of money get rid of those I had a client that found that out. She had she had some some uh, electronic online services that pertain to very specific clients, and the clients were no longer clients of hers. They were actually she went in and and she this software that she had acquired was specifically for that client. So once she eliminated that, she was able to re- recycle and. And repurpose that money, and that's how she created her emergency fund.
0: And then that's a good point right there, Crystal. Because I was thinking um, and, and when you when you were talking about the emergency fund, and you're talking about looking at fees,
2: mm-hmm. I
0: have a I have a vendor right now that charges ten dollars every time they send me money electronic. They send me my payment electronically, uh-huh. right? I think it's through. Um, uh wire transfer not ACA uh-huh. but wire transfer right they they jack me $10 in each transaction so if they have three transactions that's $30 right there and that happens every month every month so in essence I'm paying for them to pay me right <laughs> exactly. and those things add up man after a while because if you're paying $30 a month times 12 12 months for the year
1: Mm-hmm.
0: you see what i'm saying yeah that's 360 dollars right there
1: right there that you can eliminate and greg has um put a couple of things in the chat NF, in in uh, nsf fees for bounce checks so if you can haul stop a bounce check stop it because those fees get ridiculous and i know i used to work for a company I swear that this guy must have paid for every. He must have at least in his NS, uh, NSF fees. He must have probably paid for five or six new branches for the bank that he that he banked at. because yeah. he it, it was just and they allowed him to keep doing it because yeah. he didn't look it, like us. Because,
0: because <laughs> they're making money off him and the NSF non non sufficient funds. Okay, it doesn't go one way, it goes both ways because your bank is going to jack you $35 and then the bank that, the, <laughs> that you sent it to, they're going to jack you 35 too and then they may charge you $10 just for not paying in time. And then charge you ten dollars a stupid tax. <laughs>
1: right. By the time you got done, you would spend like eighty hundred hundred dollars exactly. on, on, on as your ex says on a ten dollar check. No. so try to move money out from a from a savings account, put it in there. Best make sure if you're if you're accounting and 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 keeping track of your balances on a daily basis. That's why having a, a QuickBooks account, um, or a wave account where your your bank transfers are syncing in with your accounting system and you can look at it in real time every morning it gives you enough time but also i'm going to tell you if you have a good bank they will call you and you have a good relationship with your bank they will call you and let you know something's about to happen yeah how soon can you get in the bank that's what my bank does for me if if something's about to happen or or maybe you deposited a check and a check bounce their check bounce they'll let you know that check didn't clear can you come in and 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 cover it so that we you won't get any fees so that's an amazing thing and I think I just heard my bank just eliminated a service fee so um look also that's something that you can do is find a bank that doesn't charge you service fees that's that's a good thing too uh create a action plan before the business slows down Uh, it's good to create a scenario planning a what if planning so you know what could potentially happen and then you can minimize the errors uh that you may make under stress or for bad decisions during the moment so soliciting employees uh who've been with you for a long time this is a good time for all of you to work together to make sure that the business uh can survive uh, uh can survive the the recession uh the next one is reduce your overhead expenses um you know again running your financial reports really scouring through them really making major decisions going back and renegotiating contracts uh cutting and trimming down excess fat in your business um this is good um you know a lot of us have entertainment fees and stuff like that where we're you know buying coffee and stuff yeah
0: See, that was one of my that was one of my pluses for the over the pandemic because I didn't have to go buy coffee or lunch with anyone, any client <laughs> or anyone during that time. I just stayed home. We did business on the phone. I saved me a lot of money. I was looking at my budget, Crystal. I'm going, man. I'm saving okay. so much money.
1: <laughs> and, and you know, it's interesting because one of the, the suggestions here is move to remote workforce uh for force and now everybody's fighting to get their workforce back but yeah. it does cost you more money to maintain your office your yeah. people in your office you really don't realize that and I understand some of them are contracted in with their leasing uh with the lease on their buildings but um the gas company actually has eliminated their uh, offices and they're all permanently working remotely from home if they do need to have them come in i think the um uh edison is doing this as well if they do need to have them come in they've they've rented less expensive or reduced really reduced rate um um on uh on office space where they can have meetings for you know if they need to have meetings but or those ephesian suites or those um you know those rent as you need uh, executive suites and uh, that's much cheaper than maintain a whole office and you don't need to have a whole office depending on what the business is some businesses can be run without having to be in an office so if that's you then stop fighting the remote work and make it work for you because it could co- we talked about that last week it could cost you far less downsize your inventory the more inventory you have sitting on your shelf all you're doing is let money sit on the shelf and if you if during the recession uh your inventory is turning over really slow then you might want to look at what's obsolete you might want to look at you know some discount some big sales to move the product out um but don't just let it sit there because anything sitting there is lost revenue and um, and it's and you're not making any money off of it so so why do that so really want to research that
0: one thing that popped into my mind right now crystal when you're speaking about employees working from home as opposed to going into the office and i want I i would like greg to chime in on this greg sneed if you can chime in on this also that would be great but now that employers have a lot of their employees working from home, how does workers' comp play into this? Because usually when you have your employees working from the office and if someone should slip and fall or an accident happened, the workers' comp kicks in and takes care of stuff. But if they're working from home and something should happen to them, is workers' comp gonna take care of that? I mean, how does it work? So Crystal or Greg, you tell me um generally workers comp
1: relates to what's happening in the actual office or the premises of the building that you're in i don't know if it covers your employees at their home uh, that might be something new greg maybe you might have some input on that but i think um on equipment and things like that if it belongs to the office i think there's some something there but you know generally workers comp when you when you do your uh, audit each year they want to know who's actually on the premises so, so let's say for example a church right churches have the pastor um a couple of assistant pastors uh they have their music team but their music team is usually contractual people and so we do include those contractual, those contractual people uh like the a pianist the drummer and singer and things like that anybody that you're paying but is only covering them when they're on the premise of the church so i don't know um i don't know if they i have to look into that and see what that looks like because so things-
0: yeah i was just wondering because since you know mo- a lot of employees are not working from the office anymore and they may have been covered in the office but are they covered at home you yeah, know?
1: they're usually not covered at home because, I mean, I, I can't see there be being covered at home because so many other things are happening at home. But yeah. your own insurance, your own liability insurance, your own renter's insurance and things like that can cover for theft and things like that. But I don't think so, but I'll check into that. Um, uh, hey, Catherine, how are you? Uh, Greg says, L.A. Um, DWP closed their office to cut down on electricity bills.
2: <laughs> That's <laughs>
1: funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well greg just put up yes remote and telecommunication telecommunity workers typically are covered under workers comp policy if the injury or illness occurs while the employee is completing a work task doing work hours in most cases the remote worker has the burden of proof meaning they must be able to demonstrate that they were acting in the interest of their employer at the time they got sick or injured. However, the courts have found that even though the employer does not have control over the employee's work environment, that lack is not the reason to deny claims. So there's the answer.
0: Okay, beautiful. As long as
1: they are working under work hours and in capacity of doing work for their employer. Thank you, Greg. We so appreciate you. Thank Um, you, Greg. Consider financing um before emergencies happen it's a good idea to do pre-work on financing before you need it for example appraising assets that might be used as collateral discussing trade credit options uh, with vendors improving your business credit rating or not a renegotiation renegotiating extended payment terms or existing loans Do your homework on asset-based financing, like account receivable financing, factoring, and purchase order financing, especially if you've never used them before. You have a client, you have a friend that is in that space, right? Yeah. 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 Greg also recommends credit unions versus some of the large commercial banks and with all the changes i prefer smaller banks because the big banks are all merging into one bank and and so that does not give you a lot of uh flexibility greg also says um far as the workers comp that allows them to file now that the uh, workers comp insurance company is going to be more vigorous in fighting the claim so you definitely want to be able to look in that now we're coming down close to our in and so cultivation uh, so this is my favorite everybody knows this is my favorite creating multiple revenue streams
0: that's right
1: making sure those revenue streams are (laughs)
2: Um, our recession (laughs) proof our
1: recession proof so finding some revenue streams that's going to make money which is usually digital revenue streams because if any if it's happening on the internet folks ain't leaving the internet they're they're going to be paying their uh, internet hosting bills so make sure whatever your revenue streams are can come in digitally greg says and crystal
0: how many streams of revenues they should be thinking of
1: well uh the typically it's supposed to be seven or eight uh some say 12. my friend dr rosie says she have a revenue stream for every uh financial obligation that she has
0: (laughs) (laughs) there's a revenue
1: stream to offset it
0: (laughs) that's what i'm talking about
1: um number the next one is modify your offering so identify ways to modify an offering to make it more attractive to the customer so that they will be more motivated to shop and buy from you and to spend money with you so and if you make sure that it is meeting a unmet need or solving a problem they still are gonna buy from you because they have to have whatever it is you're selling so modify your Mm -hmm. offerings um maybe on how it's delivered how it's priced um in order to cater to that customer's needs especially your returning customers make sure that you're catering to their needs also maybe you might have to look at some new products assortments something that uh, offering services virtually or pivoting from formal dress wear to casual lawnswear. So one of the things that happened during the pandemic, none of us was dressing up, right? Everybody was wearing pajama bottoms and, and, and tops. So <laughs> the, the, to, the, the top resellers, resells during the pandemic was pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> and tops that you could be seen only on your zoom calls because you're only going to be seen from the top up so cater to the needs guys cater to the needs cater
0: to the needs <laughs>
1: invest time in client relationships you want to stay close to your clients doing a, a downturn in the economics uh, uh climates you don't want them to think that you're out of business because you haven't communicated with them make sure this is an important time to keep your communications up spend spend money on that marketer so that they can make sure that they're using and 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 taking advantage of of all your social media so people know that you are still alive and kicking i was looking for a vendor the other day and i'm thinking i'm thinking a name thinking of the name and i was like oh yeah that would be perfect because my girlfriend was looking for a facility a venue for her mom's repast, and this place was beautiful in 2019 they went under during the pandemic and so when you go to yelp you see a lot of uh uh, uh uh under yelp you your google a uh, search for a company and it'll go close permanently closed or temporary closed so make sure people know that you're in existence so spend some time keeping in touch with your clients uh strategize as if you plan to sell your business i like this one gilbert because most people are not thinking about an exit strategy so you want to make sure you set up the business to survive on its own uh similar to uh they they say here in this article similar to the role of parents launching capable children make sure your business is capable to run without you so strategize if you plan to sell and then niche down again if you if we only wear pajamas niche it on down to selling pajamas because that's what people need and want and i do remember going to a number of stores during the pandemic and i could not find pajama wear and <laughs> well, or, yeah It was
0: a good time to invest in that in the stock market right exactly
1: (laughs) pennies macy's walmart any of the stores did not have pajamas and i needed new pajamas you see
0: how Um, you see how simple that is but just so critical to the market mm -hmm. amazing
1: invest in strategic partnerships so important have partners collaborate don't be afraid to work with people it can yeah. enhance your business we already kind of talked about that considering consider pivoting to a different um to a business that is more recession-proof that's what i did in to in the in the uh um dot com era uh it no, it wasn't dot com it was actually in the uh 2000 snl i actually that's when i went and found me some new skills and those new skills were uh in in an industry that was not going to go um that always goes untouched during a recession or any kind of downturn next is investing so remember to ask crystal to stand up while on zoom (laughs) funny
0: (laughs) to see what kind of of pajama she's wearing
1: funny greg (laughs) i'm on shorts today (laughs) um investing diversify your investments uh actually doing an economic dirt downturn this is the best time in the world to get into the stock market because you want to get into the stock market when the prices are so low and so look at diversifying some of your investments start moving some money around buy some stock that's you know, dirt cheap and buy a lot of it so come time for it to go back up you may recoup some of the money that you're going to lose uh, invest in adaptable technology Gilbert talked about this early do not skip nurturing campaigns make sure this is what Gilbert was talking about when we first started this conversation make sure you people know um who you are Greg says like a stock market rigged, yep like a stock market <laughs> rigged have sale right you now know,
0: you know Crystal um before you mentioned that about the pajamas uh, getting scarce Never thought about it before, but now when the next uh recession comes around, believe me, I'll be thinking about investing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Gilbert, you gave me a great idea the other day. I hadn't even thought about it. You know, people complain about the gas, but if you already got some money in the stock yep. market, yeah, Gilbert calls me, he goes, wait a minute, what about investing in stock? I'm like, in oil and gas. Like, you got a point there, my yeah. friend. So- yeah,
0: because the price keep going up and up
1: right so if the price is going up and the stock may be low so i found a couple of them and i took some of my money and reinvested over into the might as well benefit from it that's
2: right right.
1: so that and that's not a tip guys that's just common sense that's all that was so no sec record or people coming after me i am not a license we're uh, not
0: giving tips here
1: Right, we're not giving tips, and I am not a licensed uh, stock analyst. All I'm saying is, makes good sense to me.
0: <laughs> That's right.
1: Um, so you got some
0: recession-proof industries here, huh?
1: Yeah. So, so take a look, guys. So, if you need to pivot, or you're in these industries, this is a good time to really um, do some research on how you can create more product, uh, uh revenue streams. Or maybe it's time to think about adding some services to your existing business. So, Greg, I, we
0: got your we got your industry here, Greg. Financial services. That's you.
1: Greg said, "I did not name a specific stop, so I'm good." Thanks, Greg. Just <laughs> want to make sure nobody coming after me. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just saying, makes sense. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and we, didn't, um, we didn't either. We said oil and it could all could mean a lot of different things it could yeah, be a coconut, lot of different things coconut oil <laughs> cod liver oil, right. oil it could be any of those oils
1: all right exactly go do your own research that's what i say so here's some recession-proof uh industries the healthcare mark uh space people are going to go to the doctors as you guys can see during the pandemic there's yeah. nothing else you had to go to the doctor um so you want to go there? You want to make sure if that if you have some services that could cross over health, wellness, mental health. All of those things are things that are going on in our world right now. And so you actually um, um, you actually uh, could look at that. Greg says, "Throw out some ticker symbols, and you are in trouble." I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> financial services greg's industry and i think greg said that somewhere up there after the boating in after being in the boating industry greg actually moved into the financial services as did i um so it was lucrative home repair because no matter what if the plumbing go out something you got to call a plumber Yeah. or a roofer or uh, a carpenter or something automotive cars gotta work so cars are always on the road
2: electrical
1: um, electrical um food and beverage we gotta eat we did a whole oh, lot it, of eating we gotta the be
0: the number one right there
1: <laughs> during the pandemic anybody in the fast food uh industry they made a grip of money supermarkets made a grip of money um so good business comfort items and vices because when you're in a recession you get depressed you're going to go to your vices so you might be eating more smoking more which is actually at ten dollars a pack which is Uh insane you might be eating more donuts and cookies and potato chips you shouldn't
0: be but you will (laughs) and and remember that pandemic weight that pandemic weight 40 40
1: pounds (laughs) everybody's previously working on trying to get rid of household staples funeral businesses are dying businesses <laughs> you are funny greg quality brands they're never going to go out of business education oh my god right now that is huge um so many schools in los angeles and around the country are closing down us uh, since the pandemic baby products look at that um baby formula you can't even find it so again if anybody is looking for a business to go into or or you have a manufacturing business and you have the equipment to produce i would go look into creating some competition for the baby formula industry because there should not be just two um suppliers out there that if something happened and in their case they found they had to shut everything down to clean out everything because there was uh, two babies died uh from um salmonella then that should never happen budget traveling even though the travel industry has all moved digitally find out how you can get in that industry because people you know you just get so tired you just want to jump on a plane and you want to travel and then of course utilities they will never go out of business so even though we're not telling you to leave your business we're just telling you that these are in-demand businesses Recession in-demand, proof business. they're recession-proof businesses so look at seeing how you can do that um and and if you have a business that um yeah milk things like that trays are a great place to be uh so all of this so this is how we look at a recession before the recession is coming i would say everyone i know uh there's few of us that are geeky enough to be to read wall street journals and all of the the money magazines and stay on top of the news the cnn's and things like that look make sure you're staying on top so you can be ready before the recession gets here because it's coming um uh and not be caught off guard like you were for the pandemic so just that's what we are saying guys just be prepared um and as we said on the very beginning the very first slide i'm gonna go back to the first slide now you don't have to change your vision but you certainly have to change your tactics
0: that's right don't have to change the vision (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: change the tactics of how you do business so to add and, and not the vision of your business not the purpose of why you do business but you want to you we've all invested too much time energy and money in our businesses to let it not to take the time to prepare it for something that's about to happen and thank you catherine thank uh, you
0: catherine.
1: and just know as we said at the top of this conversation uh economic downturns are part of the business cycle that's right and every six years six to seven years there is a recession and so and that's different than a depression but every so there is some sort of recession so you just need to be always prepared and as gilbert said if you got your business plan intact you do your swot analysis every year uh at the end of the year or every six months then you will be bet you will be prepared for it
0: look at it this way you have a suit that you purchase in your business to run the business and every six to seven years you're gonna have to make some adjustment in that suit either you're just up or you're just down <laughs> but you adjust that suit somehow well that's how the recession proof business work you got to adjust for to accommodate the recession and are you adjust uh, to uh, accommodate growth so one of those two you're going to do
1: exactly greg said same destination different road to take that's
0: right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> he said worst case scenario get 40% loan from gilbert <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go but i think that would be one of those decisions you you work you made that that's a poor decision 40 percent is a whole lot of money for to pay for a loan but
0: that's what you that's know what crystal we- i'm looking at this graphic you've got up here with a plate of food it looks like a jamaican food and and we can use this as you don't have to change your tact. Uh, well it says change your tactic right yeah. not the vision so right. The food, if it's Jamaican food, you don't have to change the Jamaican food, just change the spices you put in it. So that's right. what it is. <laughs> change the tactic, not the vision. <laughs> now
1: you got, you had me wanting Jamaican food. So when I get
0: off the, talk, when I get off the show today, I am going to get some Jamaican food. <laughs> you, you're not changing the vision, you're changing the tactic. People. Right, and, and
1: Luke Kingston is back open. I don't know no. what was going on with Luke Kingston, so I'm getting ready to
0: head over to Little Kingston and get me a Jamaican <laughs> food. Um, hey uh, Greg, happy nat- Happy National Caribbean American Heritage Month, Greg. Happy, <laughs> happy, happy one.
1: <laughs> so, in honor of Caribbean <laughs> National. Um, A Heritage
0: Month. I'm going to get some Jamaican food. That's what I'm talking about. Well, this was this was an interesting and very informative show today, Crystal. I really like it. Uh, We covered. I think we cover this recession-proof business better than anyone I know. I mean, I hear people talk about it, but the way we laid it out and uh, having Greg adding his uh, expert uh, input was really good.
1: Yeah, yeah as a financial uh planner and in uh in sh- a uh, risk management that's the business he's in risk the, the,
0: the seller of a boat
1: <laughs> when, yeah right
0: we didn't need it anymore
1: so guys that is our show today i hope you find you found it beneficial um go back this will be is is it, it was brought it was broadcast live so you can go on youtube i'll put some of the <laughs> the the recession um strategies in the, the description box so you can go and i and we highly suggest this we highly suggest to you to take the time out right now bye bye greg thank you um gray's probably running off to get him some jamaican food now too. <laughs> i set, i set the mode put the, put the thought in his head um um but we want you to be prepared, so don't be caught unaware like we were in 2020, where t- it's taking us a while to get back to where we where we were before. And uh, you want to make sure your business is, is set up for success. And, and even though we know that it's uh, commonplace for a recession to take place, we want to be able to ride out the recession. Ah, he made some jerk chicken last Sunday. Um, we want to make sure we're ready for it all righty gilbert that's what we have today anything coming up next week that you want to talk about um
0: well uh this week um i think at the urban league we've got the class in marketing that's coming up we're gonna have miss chacha um talking about marketing so i really want you guys to check it out see what it's all about And uh, there are folks who will be reaching out to me for their certification because they want to be recession proof. So they want to make sure that they access all these contracting dollars that's out there before it gets dried up. So, guys, you want to make sure you stay on top of your game, get all your paperwork in order. And uh, all the classes that we're offering you between Crystal and I, just take advantage of them because you never know when these classes are going to stop so you want to check it out (laughs) check it out exactly
1: and for our show next week we actually have someone coming on that is going to talk about business credit or establishing
0: good
1: and business credit so you guys wanna um his name is jesse let me get his name for you guys so definitely tune back in uh, Jesse Ramirez. He's, he has a company called Chill Global Biz Credit. So he's going to be coming in talking about establishing your business credit. So you guys want to come back next week because again, that's part of that recessional stuff we were talking about, right? Is if you need it, make sure you have it before you need it so that you um, um, you won't have to be scrambling during that time. So tune back in next Friday, 3 o'clock, same bat channel. Uh, Catherine says she's looking forward to the same bat channel, same time. <laughs> and go over to our YouTube channel right now and subscribe to our YouTube channel, and that way you will get a notification that, um, that when the we are next about show is to come on that's right right so follow us on youtube follow us on facebook and twitter but most importantly subscribe to our youtube channel uh so that you can you can be i mean the more knowledge you have the more success you will be successful
0: you and i just put a link in the chat right now uh we talked about getting your business ready Uh, i just put a a link in there on a promo video on small biz pro to help you to get your paperwork in order so click on the link it will take you to uh small biz pro and you guys can check it out check 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 it out guys we're well, gonna love we
1: can, we can we can play it real quick for them that'll be our little commercial yeah but go i the link can you go ahead and do the
0: share okay yes let's do the share right there and do the window is that it yeah make sure you share the sound okay uh let's see here uh where is the sound
1: <laughs> <laughs> there we go
0: okay.
1: now click it and there why we, you, there, there we you go i
2: can't find your paperwork where's your business license where's your capability
0: can you guys what see do you this you
2: can't find your paperwork where's your business license mm-hmm. where's your capability statement do you have your balance sheet and where are your certifications are you even business ready hello this is larry what's up larry's a general contractor small business owners like him misplace or lose their paperwork daily or perhaps they just never had it in the first place which ends up costing all small businesses in excess of 500 million dollars each year 90 percent of bid applications or proposals submitted by small businesses get declined each year by contract providers Meanwhile, 8 out of 10 small business borrowers are declined weekly by lenders, partly because many of these applicants don't have the required paperwork in place. Their financial ratios fall below the required threshold, or they are deemed non-compliant and not bankable. That is why Small Biz Pro, the number one cloud-based business management, procurement and market research assistance platform, was created to help small business owners, entrepreneurs and nonprofits set up and manage their back office efficiently. This dynamic tool helps small businesses become more prepared and organized much better than their competitors. Now they can start winning business deals, contracts and grants, which before was out of reach. With Small Biz Pro, your paperwork is only two seconds away at your fingertips, accessible by using your smartphone, tablet or laptop to retrieve them while on the go. Smallbiz Pro automatically prepares and organizes your small business or nonprofit so that your firm will become business ready, bank loan ready, certification ready, grant ready and contract ready. Smallbiz Pro. Remember, if you stay ready, you don't need to get ready. What are you waiting for?
0: Now that's what I'm talking about. So there you guys go. Make sure you go in and
1: sign up. We'll make sure the link is in the in the in the description box on our YouTube channel and reach out to Gilbert and he can help you get it all set up. So with that, Gilbert, I guess we're ready to sign off for this week, huh?
0: I guess we are. So we look forward to seeing you guys next week, next week, Friday from 3 to 4.30 here on the Business Zone. And Crystal, you said we're going to have a great guest next week.
1: Yes, Jesse Ramirez is going to come in and talk about small business credit and how to establish it. So
0: you want to be here next week. All righty, guys. We look forward to seeing you. And on behalf of the Business Zone and behalf of my super co-host, Crystal Mitchell, Coach Crystal Mitchell, I want to say we're out. We're out. As a small biz pro, I saw we roll. Using procurement, program, and control. As a small biz grower, so we grow. Using procurement, program, and control. Yeah. I'm a businessman. Yes, I'm a.